People just like the Nazis. <laughs> no, no, they don't. No, they don't. Have. Some do. Cut that. Edit <laughs> <laughs> that out. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Alt Gaming Community Podcast, episode number 33 for the 21st of August, 2020. Go fuck yourself. That is where we start. We're joined on this wonderful Friday night by a plethora of people from the community. Um, Akubamba's here, but he's muted, so don't expect to hear from him. Um, my co-host Hat is also here. <laughs> there he is. Hello, Hat. Hello. Uh, Hat's put together a, a great little um, bunch of different articles and news stories for us to go through this evening and to help us talk about all of those we've got ian rev and viking all from nt hi guys hello, hello there hello uh, so let's get into it as is tradition i'll go uh top down so what have you guys been playing hat what have you been doing since warframe announcement two weeks ago uh completed all well got almost everything in warframe and now i'm playing <laughs> rimworld <laughs> I've completed was Warframe, released. guys. It's done. It's I've done it until like next week. <laughs> okay. And what are you doing on Rimworld? Uh, Iron Man with loads of 40k mods and that, which I've pretty much just lost my save because <laughs> infestation everywhere and an entire wall of heavy bolters isn't even enough to keep them out. So I'm probably dead. <laughs> I didn't realize there was an Iron Man mode in Rimworld. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's when you um, when you start the save up, you can choose like, do you want to save or do you want permanent mode? And it's permanent mode. It's just Iron Man. Ian, what have you been clicking on play recently? What have I been clicking on? Uh, Factorio. <laughs> not, not wide, not widely on the internet. Obviously, <laughs> It'll be a long list that. Um, Factorio um, picked up the and actually attempted to play for the first time a couple of weeks ago version 1.0 yeah it was like i didn't know that was coming out when we started playing it um so that so that was quite handy it's picked up in popular again that's a lot of fun uh, i don't know why i didn't play it years ago no um i really enjoying that so yeah i've been really enjoying playing that and i've picked up um stellaris again because i'm going to try and hunt out the final eight achievements that i need i'm on 106 out of 114 and the last, okay. few, the last few achievements I need, I've got an I've got an element of RNG to them. Um, apart from one, one, one of them I can get just by playing the same save for quite a long time till I get there eventually. But the rest, there's a lot of RNG, so I'm trying to just hunt those last ones down. It could take a while. I've been reading a Dennis E. Taylor novel called We Are Legion, We Are Bob. Um, mm. And there's, there's several books actually in the series, and it's a really cool futuristic take on what happens to um a human when they were downloaded to a computer and then then they can last forever and self-replicate and stuff and take over is the this, universe and stuff this is a trilogy isn't it i think i've heard of this one it is a trilogy actually the, the, it's they, a, they call it the bobiverse or something the bobiverse that's right the, yeah the, the, <laughs> the fourth book is actually out later this year um but the first book i don't know when it came out i think it was it was not that long ago. It's quite. It's relatively new, but um, it's really good. Anyway, that 
the reason I'm bringing that up is that the, what they talk about and what they have to take on in the universe and the way that it all works and manufacturing and making lots of ships and all this sort of stuff. It reminded me an awful lot of Stellaris. So if you like Stellaris, you'd really like We Are Legion and vice versa. If you uh, if you like We Are Legion, I think you'd really like the Stellaris games. So I do enjoy. Um, what's the what's the style of the, it's it's obviously sci-fi, but what's the style? Is it is it more I'd say, like I'd say you 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 it's a, it's a um, a, a monologue, if you like, I suppose. So it's someone speaking about their life, ah, what, right, they went, okay. what they went through, and I think you know at some point it crosses over from between um, the real human talking to the downloaded version of the human, then telling you their story. And uh, also, there's lots of different versions of that human eventually because he clones himself, but they're all Bobs, but they give themselves <laughs> other names. It's pretty cool, like the machine. <laughs> Many I, bobs. In, in truth be told it is a really good example of what i think we would need to do for proper space travel though because time becomes irrelevant and you can you know it's the only way to really deal uh, with our squishy, squ squishy fleshy bodies <clears throat> which don't really work with space so yeah it could be a, it's a, yeah way off subject now sorry podcast um <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing other really Yes, what, what have you been playing, Dave? Yeah, I've been. <laughs> we, I've got a co-op game of Factorio going with you, Ian, and with Chart, <laughs> and um, I'm really enjoying that. We're playing that mostly early weekends. If anyone's up at eight a.m., come and join us <laughs> for Saturday morning um, Factorio. And um, I've been trying to get back into Call of Duty Warzone again with this new season. And um, just having to adjust to the new meta in the way everyone's playing now since launch, it's totally different. So um, it's, it seems to have got faster in some ways. But they've got this new mode, which is like mini Battle Royale. So you start with a smaller circle and there's less yeah. people. And, they, and I, I like that mode because you just drop into it, you're in the action. And then, you know, it's a much faster pace of game, which I quite like in terms of the actual normal gameplay, which might be half an hour for a full-size match. Whereas these are more like 15, 20 minutes. We had a lot tops. of good games on those mini royals the, the the other weekend. That was yeah, a lot of fun. they're really good. They're really good, and the game runs so well. It's a great. It's a really well done title in terms of you know, you running on my computer and stuff. It looks great, and there's something nice about that. So I've been playing those two games pretty much. That's it. If I'm not playing that, I'm, you know, I have played CS a little bit. Still trying to rank up and finding I'm ranking down more than I'm ranking up, but that's just part of the learning process. <laughs> Is that because you've been carried all this way? Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's just, just who I choose to play with, I think. you know, so, Blaming the uh, teammates. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying you don't have I mean, a he can, he can blame me. He can absolutely blame me all <laughs> I was waiting for this. Viking <laughs> <laughs> had a couple of bad games. With I, over, yeah, over the past couple of weeks, I've certainly not been uh, playing a couple. Sailing. <laughs> you've not you've not been there you don't know get, get off my up. go on viking tell us what you've been playing and what you've been playing badly uh for me it's just it's been a bit of a mixed bag so four guys has obviously come out i've been playing that a little bit with a few different friends um and also the kids we had a little pass the control around session on uh, the weekend last week. When you die, pass the controller kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, all, all, all three of the kids are well up for it. And if I think when Isla plays, I sit there, I've got my, got my keyboard on my mouse and I'm kind of assisting her to go the right way because otherwise she'll just turn around and run the opposite direction. But, um, but yeah, so a little bit full, guys. And weirdly enough, I've got back into playing GTA. I've missed a lot of content on 
GTA and GTA Online. I've not. I don't think I ever made it to the end of the main story, so I'm playing through that again slowly. Um, just just so that I can actually say that I've got through the full thing and just enjoying that again. Um, and then if again, as you've just said, if if I'm not playing that, then we're playing the odd game of CS. I think a few people have been. We we played so much of it consistently for a couple of months that I think people got a little bit burnt out so we've had a bit of a slow period lately but I think it's gonna I think it'll start picking back up again soon I'm yeah, certainly, so. I've, I've now now that the competitive scenes all started again for clone I've actually been watching a lot of the matches and feeling a lot, a lot more up for playing some more games Wes sent me a message tonight saying some CS I was like yeah after the podcast yeah yeah, yeah I think so he, he sent the same to me I think we just need to see if we can get a five why didn't you say it only if you come into the podcast? I did try that angle and he said no beer. <laughs> no, <laughs> he knows his priorities. He's allowed beer in the podcast. <laughs> we actually encourage drinking while we're talking about this stuff. That's right. I think generally our community encourages drinking. Sorry. So, Sorry. So, so Specky's gone to visit him, has he? That's judging by that picture. Uh, he's gone to visit Glenn, I think. Glenn, um, Glenn, Jack and Specky have all met up at Glenn's house, so... They're part of the old CGC crew that we managed to culminate into the old, old gaming world and NT. CGC. Mm-hmm. What did that stand for? Or is that? A, a, I can't. I don't. I don't know what it stands for. Come Guzzling Cunt. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, yeah, there we go. We got it. Specky, that sounds like you, doesn't I, it? I don't know why I thought of that so quickly. So I may have to go have a word with myself in there. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure Wes would agree. Maybe not Specs, but yeah, Wes would be well up for that. I'm thinking them more like at this point now, like the uh, the thing, like the thing in the sand at the beginning of the Return of the Jedi, but you're just pouring cum into it instead. I I hate that mental image. Yeah, yeah. that's that's not great. I I had to think what you meant by the thing in the sand that you're pouring cum into. (laughs) Ah, the Sarlacc pit. Okay, yes. (laughs) Has it got a real name with all the teeth and the the Sarlacc? Yeah, sorry, 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 Star Wars lack of knowledge there. Uh, it's only okay. what I meant. Star Wars is dead now. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, EA. Yeah. Thanks, Rev. Um, what you been playing? Disney. Like Disney. It's Disney. <laughs> it's Disney. <laughs> Rev, what have you been playing? Uh, been playing the new patch of Final Fantasy XIV because that came out like a week ago, and then a lot of Darkest Dungeon heavily modded as usual. Okay. And best that's mod. About it. Oh, anime one. <laughs> that's all of them <laughs> I have no idea what the best mod is honestly a lot okay, of them are just okay. very minor like skin things and whatnot. yeah you haven't put one on and gone there was a workshop for it yeah there is I guess I'm downloading Darkest Dungeon <laughs> <laughs> find me anime mods so you'll find the there, hentai there's ones. a girl's frontline skin pack hat well I know what I'm downloading <laughs> uh, right so let's get into some news guys we're going to kick off with release date changes, which is a thing thanks to COVID. It's mm. always been a thing, but it's even more of a thing than normal. But um, Baldur's Gate 3 enters early access September 30th. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you'll be able to play up to level four on your character. There will be five companions as well as being able to bring animals back to camp. Four-player multiplayer will be in, but playing as a companion will be unavailable. I don't know what that means. Can anyone so, elaborate? So, yeah. Go ahead, Ian. 
Well, no, I was just going to say not having a great deal of experience with Baldur's Gate. I think the last one I played was two, and Rev killed me with yeah. bees. <laughs> <laughs> I sure the, did. The companions, are, I think, are just non-player characters in your party. Aren't yeah. They? So like, yeah. you know, if you've played Divinity Two, it's basically I think it just means you can't play as like pre-made characters, like the Red Prince and whatnot. You have to make your own one. I think that's basically just what it stands but for. But they do. There are. In Baldur's Gate 3, there are preset characters with those storylines, like the Red Prince and Ifan and Fane and yeah, but, that you can uh, play as. Yeah, but like I think it means like if you're playing co-op, like your friends can't play as those. Oh, I get you. Yeah, I see. That's, right. yeah, that's so your, so it's, your it's friends not... can't do that, but you can grab yeah. them in as companions. Okay, I get you. It's not. It's not even just that. The companions. There's, like, obviously, in, if, if we're referring back to Divinity, there was some main. Um, sort of story characters in there but you're going to meet a lot of different companions along the way mm. on Baldur's Gate and you sort of the thing that's quite interesting about it is that they've got different dynamics so there's certain people that will not get on with certain races there's certain people that won't get on with like just certain characters sense. they've met yeah. people in the past and stuff like that so when you've got all your companions you're doing a single player playthrough you've actually got to pay attention to the way stuff's happening in your camp and your companions and how they're reacting to each other because sometimes it, it might impact the way that you play in certain situations that makes sense that's good so in early access you'll be able to pick between will who's a human warlock uh shadow heart who's a dark cleric i'm gonna get bad with these pronunciations here <laughs> estrania Maybe is a half elf Estaria? vampire. Yeah. Maybe half elf vampire vampire spawn. Uh, Lizzle, who's a Githyanki Githyanki warrior. Githyanki. Yeah. I think she she's basically the cover cover girl for it. So in all of the cutscenes that you've seen, the okay. one with the the black makeup going across her nose and stuff like that, yeah. that you that you physically see the little tadpole thing that they keep referring to that from the, mm -hmm. the mind flayers. Like she's kind of the one of the main people yeah you'll, finally you'll be able to play as gale which is a human wizard oh boy gale you also you, you do get to you do get to do custom build characters as well and i think throughout the early access they're going to be re um, releasing more and more sort of characters and races and things like that so like to begin with you, you're still getting a decent amount of character customization but they'll release more stuff as you get through um, the early access as they want to start revealing more about the main game but obviously they're going to keep some stuff up there the sleeve for the main release of course yeah, but yeah. I, I think I've mentioned this in last time we talked about uh, Baldur's Gate but the Githyaki are a race of people that were enslaved by the, the Mind Flayers yes you did explain yes. that before so didn't that's, so she's one of them that you have as a companion it'd be quite cool to play as you know so a character that's not even similar to anything from um, Divinity. Because yeah. she's going to be the most different, I imagine. So how do you all feel about just playing early access, like Grand RPG in that sense? Because like, I had the thing where I played Divinity 2 Original Sin, when uh, Divinity 2 when it came out in early access, like a ridiculous amount, but I only had Act 1, which made so when the game came out, I just didn't touch it because I was so fucking bored of Act 1 that I didn't touch it for like a couple of months. So to I me, I suppose I, that's a... Uh... It's a risk, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I'm probably just not gonna grab the early access and just wait for release. Because like I, I, I just don't want to burn myself out of something I'm gonna enjoy a lot just because I've already played the early part so much. So, for me, no, I played early access a lot with Viking and yeah. Laura and stuff, and it was back then. It was 
Tempest was with us. Yeah, right. The early days. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So like back, like we played that a lot in the early access, and that, and then it didn't affect me at all for the main game. Like it was. The, way, it the, was... The, the thing for me personally, right? Divinity is probably up there as to to date my favorite game like considering yeah, okay. it's a an rpg style it's not like mmo it's yeah. it's uh i've already i think i've got over 400 hours in it um i've done multiple playthroughs with multiple different people and to be honest if somebody said to me tomorrow they wanted to do a playthrough i'd pick it up and i'd lose my life to it again like I just, yeah. there's there's something about that game that i just i love so yeah no, early access solid. yeah early access for me isn't even a question like I'll, I'll be there on day one like i'm no. i think dave's had to take well me and dave have had to agree to go for food on the, <laughs> on the day of release to stop me from playing it so that we can hold up <laughs> and wait for ian uh, <laughs> we're going for a nice fancy meal just I might to stop grab it then. playing it on release it, yeah. yeah it might have just took three days to download it yeah it might not have anymore been not anymore <laughs> three minutes can curse you internet <laughs> Oh, man. Still... Yeah, well, like currently our fourth spot's still open. So if like just getting into and learning the new mechanics, because it's obviously a big change. Oh, yeah, on Divinity. It, it, yeah, I've played both Divinity Two and Baldur's Gate Two, so I'm interested how they're basically going to make like I guess a, a kind of a mix of both. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it mainly because I'm a fan of the D and D world. Hmm. So, you know, I'd be down to maybe join that fourth slot. Yeah, yeah. Um... you're more than welcome. Halo Infinite delayed into 2021. I assume it was probably going to be planned to be a launch title for the new Xbox, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be a a, a launch one. It was supposed to be holiday 2020. Yeah, yeah. because if you're going to launch a new Xbox, you want to launch it with a Halo game. I mean, there's nothing more (laughs) synonymous with with that than Halo. So, yeah. I mean, does that mean they're going to delay the Xbox launch? I don't think so. No, they're not. From what I've seen, it's still going ahead with the end of this year just you know what's going to be i'd really be interested to know how the maths work on some spreadsheets they've got somewhere in microsoft hq where they're like right it's going to cost us this much to build this new hardware we won't make our money back on it for five years and if we don't sell enough games exclusive to our platform we won't make any money at all period and i (laughs) and and then there's this other element which is in-game purchases which is coming in 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 like okay so we give away a game for free like Halo could be, you know, potentially, and then we make it like skin purchases, like which change the dynamics of money and everything for every game ever, you know, for the future really. Right. And it, it, the whole kind of methodology of producing hardware and exclusive games that play on that hardware, and that's how you make your money back. That's all out the window now, isn't it? Because of Fortnite models, of you know, of introducing money to you in a different way. And obviously, we'll talk about that more later on with other news articles about. Fortnite, but you know i just don't know like not having a halo game at xbox launch would have been a reason to push the console back but now they're not so what well, does that I, say about the way they make their money now i mean it makes me wonder what they're gonna have as launch title instead yeah like what's the point there's gonna there's, i mean there's gonna have to have something to come with the, with the new xbox Anthem revamp what's the new one called again i can't remember what the new xbox is called oh, oh it's series x is it yeah xbox series x i think Let's see, what is actually coming? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the games. Uh, 
Well, you can tell how out-of-date this one is. I don't want to turn off ad block. Halo Infinite is going to launch with it. Fine, I'll turn off ad block just so I can see it. would even piss off, I'll find somewhere else. Doesn't want to do anything. I also almost feel now that Halo is just it's just not stood the test of time well. Like, I'm not excited about it. I don't feel they're going to innovate enough. Playing oh. even playing Master Chief Collection, going back and doing like multiplayer, yeah. that is very much like yeah. this feels old of its time. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I'm currently playing a lot of CS. That's an old game, but it doesn't feel as old as playing Halo feels. Yeah, I mean, especially much, played... to, to me, they both feel equally old. Yeah, I mean, to okay. me, especially like I've played a lot of Destiny too. So when I play like the old Halo two and whatnot on Master Chief Collection, I'm like this is just kind of like. Destiny 0.5. Yes. Shooting, like gameplay wise. <laughs> so, what's coming out is As Dusk Falls, Never which is interactive drama, so it's going to be shit. No, uh, absolutely. <laughs> that, no one's going to play that. Nobody. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's non exclusive. I'm pretty sure. No, it won't be. Uh, no, it won't be. Of course not. Atomic Heart. Uh, doing the high noon of the Soviet Union, Tommy Hearts FPS with strong Bioshock vibes, developed by Moonfish. You're a secret oh. agent for the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah. So Vow. unless if they ma- unless if they magically re- reveal something on the day of release, it doesn't have launch titles. Yeah, that's really weird. Avowed, which is a new game by Obsidian. So it could be all right. Obsidian make good RPGs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but it's not the kind of thing that's going to carry the yeah. console. Like, nah. Oh, I think a lot of this list. It's not Uncharted, is, is it? Yeah, a lot of this list is going to be sort of ones on multiple consoles. And that's an ice cream van. <laughs> well, now I want time ice for, cream. Time for it to go AFK, Hans. <laughs> ice cream, ice cream. Br- yeah. Bring some for all of us. Bright uh, memory infinite. Is the ice cream van sponsored by Netflix? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I totally forgot about that. And swiftly moving on. <laughs> okay, more news, more news. Vampire the Masquerade. Bloodlines 2 is delayed. Yes. Um, um, I'm not I looking forward to this game, so I don't know anything about d- it. I'm sorry. This is uh, what you were looking forward to, wasn't it? Huh? Uh, it was more cautiously optimistic is in the fact that like the uh, first bloodline game is hailed as one of like the best rpgs of its time people still go back and play it it's like a whole thing of it. bloodlines is the sort of game of if you mention it someone's gonna actually reinstall it because we're like yeah it's a fucking great game if this was like five maybe ten years ago and they went we're making a new one i'd go oh i can't wait these days where they go, we're rebooting an old game, uh, I just go, uh, you're going to fuck it up though, aren't you? It's not going to be as good. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm, looking forward to it, but I've got very low expectations of it because the way things are, especially after seeing how apparently they've recently fired the, the lead writer, who this was kind of, like, he was the one who fought to actually get this game made, and this was like his pet project. And now the company's turned round and booted him out the door and replaced him with someone else. Hmm. Which sets even more alarm bells off for me. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't really sure about um, Vampire. And I, I don't really remember the original Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines or whatever it was. Until 
So Seth Zinchach did his, or however you say his, he did a video on hey, it. Hey, hey, people. Hey, hey, people. Seth here. And then uh, he did a little video on it, and it was brilliant, as are most of his videos. Oh, yes. So uh, Serious Sam 4 release date announced for September 24th. Yes, I'm so looking forward to it. I love the Same. Serious Sam games. Same. It's they're so much just... fun. Yeah, There's not much just... coming out in September, so they've got a good launch window there for the game as well. That's true. But when's we um, when's Cyberpunk being pushed back to these days? 2022. 2025 at least. 2025? <laughs> we don't it's know. Be, We're just it's going to be set yet. in its own time. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the future anymore. Uh... Let's check my Steam wish list and see if you can a... do it. You can do a Google on that for our listeners, Ian. Yeah. Sort by release date. It's like this Spelunky 2. That's What's... the only one I'm excited for in September. Sp Spelunky 2. I've played so much Spelunky. Yeah, same. So I probably will play the, the second one quite a bit. I didn't even realise that we're making a second one. So what? Cyberpunk is 18th of November. This year? Yeah. No way. I bet £100 that doesn't happen. Oh, I'm not taking that bet. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <So> Necromunda <laughs> Under Hive Wars yes. will release on the 8th of September. This highly anticipated, very well-known title. Um, what is it? It's a, like, set in 40k. So you know in 40k uh, there's like the Hive Cities. Well, he was I've watched the trailer for this, and it looks to me like a playable version of um, XCOM. Yeah, it's. It look, looks. I, think in, I like that a lot. It's similar sort of thing. Yeah. Maximum three players. That's the, the that, yeah. That's there's multiplayer in it. Yeah, you so, can play single player or you can do three player yeah. co-op. Um, um, looks really nice, to yeah, be honest. It's I like don't know anything about it. Like controlling all the gangs in these big, massive hive cities. Like just look at the character them. builder and everything looks straight out of like XCOM though it really does, but there's nothing wrong with that. The the character screens on XCOM are fantastic. So, so yeah. I wonder if they've actually updated because I remember looking at this a couple of months back, and on the Steam I mean, page they were like, "Hey, you can pre-order it. You get this, this, and this." But there was zero gameplay footage. It was just all cinematic screenshots. This um, video's got a few sort yeah. of gameplay shots, but very, very few. There's one where she's in the lift yeah, and stuff like that, but there's not much, really. It does give us a bit, like... It's a bit worrying yeah. that they aren't showing how the interface looks and stuff. Like, yeah. they're showing you building a character, but not playing the game. That's the thing, because I'm not sure that if it's, like... Weird. Even from the little bits we saw, I can't tell if it's, like, do you control one guy? Is it over the top, like XCOM, and you've got a squad? It looks like it's over yeah. the shoulder to me. Yeah. From all so... this camera angles we'll see uh but that's it for our release date news so i we'll, we'll have to do some little jingles for these quick news uh sam fisher coming to rainbow six siege yes they're, they're, they're running out of ideas for <laughs> yeah news to uh, actually give us another splinter cell game so they're putting sam fisher and everything else I think he they, were... has he got his three green eyeball things. I quite like those. That's quite good. Three look. green eyeball things. You, you yeah, mean the yeah, night, vision like goggles, night vision yeah. goggles? Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the like three green man. eyeball things. <laughs> uh, Didn't give us twelve. Fisher. Yeah, I know, right? That's when I started playing Sam Fisher games. I've been this guy's really old, Sam Fisher. Splinter um, Cell. I mean, let's be honest, Chaos Theory. What a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 
Everyone's googling Sam Fisher Splinter Cell. Um, <laughs> Sam Fisher, Rainbow Six. There. Yeah, apparently so he's not going to even... Oh, no, he's got shades on. That's not really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is there is one with the the green eyeballs. It doesn't seem he's like cool. he's actually going to be called Sam. He's going to be called Zero. Oh, he's so he's cool. cool. Edgy. Um, his gadget so, seems quite go fun. Go on, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Tell us all about that. It seems to be a grenade launcher that can fire cameras through walls and, like, the reinf- and the reinforced walls as well. And... So you fire Not it only in, that, it does more. Yeah, it goes through, and then you you can view the camera on either side. So you can shoot at a floor, see what's above on the top of that floor, and then see what's on the floor below, so like, and switch between them. And then yeah, it's a single and char- a fire single, a laser. A single charge of a laser. So it's not going to do much. If it's anything like Twitch's drone, when I played Siege, it's going to be like five damage, maybe, that will deal to him, which isn't much. But it will destroy any... Um, gadgets or cameras so if you fire it through a wall and the say mirror has a shield open you can open her like her one way mirror I'd open her oh I'm sure you would <laughs> get that Spaniard down <laughs> uh, Hitman 3 will have a VR mode that looks cool I like the idea of that no. Hitman's a good game for VR I think garrotting for, until you accidentally garrot your granny who's turned up in front of you <laughs> With some you tea just, or some cakes or something. You just get comes to... with a cheese wire <laughs> in the box. You just get to throw your homing briefcases in VR this time. Uh, yeah, homing briefcases. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the idea of maybe being able to peek your head around corners and things. Like that's quite cool. I don't know how how well it'll work in that respect, or whether it'll be more if you're on rails or whether or not you'd be able to do that kind of stuff. But hopefully, it's just like the full experience. But yeah. Just in like VR instead of just control. Like if I'm going to throw a coin to get distraction, I'll actually actually do that and then and then nice. ac- accidentally put your Vive controller through the window. <laughs> 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 no, I mean I've, I've actually been considering going back and, and picking up some of the more recent Hitman games because I, ne- I never got um, I never got back into it. But like for some reason, it's just something in my head. Going through a stealthy game again is quite appealing because. It's been a while since we've we've had a proper. Um, I mean, I, I know that we've got other different like, styles of games that are stealthy, but it's it's been a while since we've had like a, a Hitmany Splinter Cell kind of game. Yeah, I, I agree. I yeah, put they, a lot they, of they... hours into the first one, which I, I really enjoyed. Didn't get into the yeah. second one because I couldn't find a way to actually transfer all the stuff I'd spent unlocking on the first one over, even though it's the same right. engine. And I, you can play the like first one's missions on there, but I couldn't work out if you could actually transfer all the stuff you had over. Right. So it, like it can kind of be pointless. But I, I'll be picking the third one up. Why has there been a drought of stealth games? It's weird, isn't it? Um, Was it overdone for a while? Do you think there's an element think, of stealth in um, Sekiro? Yeah, I think the issue is because like. Most, at least like AAA developers on that, they always want to just try and innovate in some way, bring something unique to the party to just Thank make their you. games stand out. But the issue is like, how do you really innovate much on stealth games that past like, you know, Splinter Cell or Metal Gear or anything like that? Like, Sell skins. Don't say that. <laughs> I suppose there's also, there's the flavor of the month thing as well, isn't there? Like, yeah. yeah, of course. What's been big for the last few years? Things like Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Battle Royale. So they're going to want to... Put, I mean, oh, stealth royale. 
I can't. Imagine, I can't. imagine everyone just walking around invisible, hurling grenades yeah. until you randomly hit people. I, I can't wait to see the fucking six different fall guys knock cops we're gonna see soon. <laughs> so, so, so of course, that's popular, so everyone's gonna make like fucking Rocket League fall guys. This is where we, this is where we'll now get an official Takeshi's Castle game. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Well, the, the the thing is, whilst whilst we're on the subject of stealth games anyway like, and this is what i meant right there, there has been some you, you mentioned sekiro but also i know that the next talking point is obviously about ghost of tsushima yes so that's obviously very stealthy in its own right because it's all sort of ninjas and all that sort of stuff um so like i i've not actually looked too much into that but looking at what we've got on our notes here about there being sort of two or four player co-op that seems a bit more appealing to me if other people are are into it and playing it getting into a group and, and getting all stealthy like seems like it could be a lot of fun stealth co-op can lead to some serious arguments it can. oh for sure <laughs> the What's best kind about? of art I said for sure the best kind of arguments. Oh, I thought you said musher, and I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> play, it's not play, a card game. Playing yeah, Monaco that's why I was game. confused. <laughs> playing Monaco was the most chaotic good thing that happened. Did you have you ever, did you play that with Beard? I played that with Beard. Did it was he the was he the little shit with the monkey just running around who rings <laughs> yes. all the so yes, nobody else was. got any money at all because Beard was just running around stealing all the Absolutely was. Yeah. I too played that with Beard. <laughs> Sounds like you really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, a it's, yeah, it's a really good game, actually. Yeah, you had a good yeah. time. If you've not played Monaco, like, like anything, it's who you play it with, isn't it? Yeah, but for sure. If you've not played Monaco, it is a really, really good game. And it yeah. was fun playing it with Beard, because he did know what to do. and he was he's, Beard's quite good at puzzle games like that. He's got a good head for puzzles and stuff. That's um, so why it's even better when you fuck up on purpose for him. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> The salt is incredible. But... <laughs> Ian, I, I just imagine on Monaco that you were, as soon as the gentleman became available, that was just you there. Like, yes! Okay. The I, I was the gen- yes, that is the character, I was the gentleman. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. No, no, <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Reading this list of on back on Ghost of Tsushima, which uh, is coming, has got an article we're talking about. The, the different classes, you've got Samurai, Hunter, Ronin, and Assassin. Yep. They're all the same. Are they not? Or am I just no. being... Uh, I mean, they all seem really similar. Uh, some hardcore <laughs> weeb is going to come in at the podcast now and be oh, like, I'm making some really angry right now. They're not the same things, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I know like, well, a Here Samurai and a Ronin are fairly similar. A Samurai is kind of... Well, you know what a Samurai is. Ronin's Robert De Niro, isn't it? Is that who you play as? <laughs> a Ronin is a samurai with no lord. It's like an independent right. samurai. I know. A hunter, I imagine, is going to be more of a bow dude. Rather than a stabby stab. And assassin's probably going to be sneaky boy. The only two I can't tell between them is samurai and Ronin. How they would play. It might that... just be an outfit thing. And the kind yeah. of swords you get. Maybe with samurai you get two swords. I don't know. That's, but I like the idea of maybe if you're doing co-op, especially two-player mode, you got one guy with a bow and arrow taking out anyone that's going to like see you approaching, and then the other guy running up close. That sounds like quite good co-op. Wait, so what's a shinobi then? That's a ninja. Oh, yeah, that's a ninja. Is that just a ninja? Isn't, isn't a shinobi? Wait, no. Well, I think... No, I think it was something else. I was thinking of a female ninja has a different name. Because your character in Sekiro is a shinobi, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so that's he probably uses... going to be assassin. 
Well, no, you like it's you, you yeah, are so a shinobi in the game. Yeah. That's what the game Sek tells you. Sekiro is a shinobi. Yeah. yeah. So well, that's why I was just confused. Also, I was like, yeah. I always thought I thought shinobi was a type of samurai, but I guess not. No, shinobi's <laughs> a ninja. Roger that. Okay. Sega to aggressively promote PC ports and multi-platform releases. That can only I mean, be good news. PC yeah. Master Race, man, at the exactly. moment. Big time, innit? Everyone's coming this way. Xbox is doing dual launches. Even PlayStation are bringing titles to fucking PC. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really... It's all over the place. It's great. Follow the money. Well, that's true. I mean, that's, yeah. that's something that... Uh, Speaking of what Sony are bringing over, like I've I've ummed and ahed about picking up Horizon because yeah. I never got the chance to play it. And probably when I've got a bit of time to sit down and do a single player game, that'll get on my list. Yeah, maybe when we get the you know the bounce back of the COVID thing. Yeah, I mean, think, <laughs> thinking about it, Sega actually are are already quite heavily invested in the PC market. So Total War yeah. is Sega. Yeah. The Total War series, Yakuza yeah, is right. Sega. Yeah, Yakuza, right. Sega, yeah, yeah. Fancy Star Online 2, which uh, recently Fo came out. Football Manager, they're yeah. Sega. Two Point Hospital, Sega. So well, they're going to aggressively promote. Maybe this is um. Yeah, maybe this is Sonic. Maybe this is Sonic. Then they're actually. And Sonic and maybe like they they just play Persona 4, so maybe they'll also bring yeah. like, the other ones in. Also, well, uh, they did really well when they ported Valkyria Chronicles One and Four. Over. Yeah. So. Hopefully we'll get the other two Valkyria Chronicles. At least that's yeah. what I'm hoping for, because I'm a big fan of those games. Excellent. I think I've played their snowboarding game that was really good as well. Um, was that SSX that was Sega or was that something else? Yeah, yeah I think that was oh. something else. Oh, wasn't it? The... I've got a snowboarding game that's not SSX, I don't think. SSX was EA. Oh, okay. Um, snowboarding game. Are you on about... Steep or something like that. Yeah, what. steep. That's yeah. it. Isn't was that, that Sega? Sega? Is it? I'm not sure. Steep game. I was thinking of buying that. It is... The price. I really is a enjoyed it. Really it is good. Ubisoft, not Sega. Ah, oh, my bad. Sorry. Get Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Wrong publisher. <laughs> oh yeah, what's the difference? You know, what's the difference between you know, Sega and Ubisoft? <laughs> Shouldn't have had all of that wine with my T-bone uh, steak, should I? And right. of it wasn't. A, it wasn't a magnum of wine, was it? Dave? It was not. No, we <laughs> weren't doing the magnum challenge tonight. Which, I, by the way, no one in the Discord has taken me up on my magnum challenge, despite the fact that I placed an order for six magnums online, just so I had enough in case anyone took me up on well, the offer. What is your? What is the magnum challenge? To, just to down it, not to down it in one go, but to, to drink a magnum of. Wine in an evening with me on stream, if you like. Well, Dave, if you want to do it for the big, big quiz, man, I'll join you. If you want Excellent. to go, go for Thanks. it. Yeah. I heard Viking's going to have a magnum of dragon suit. You've got, you've still got to do the dragon suit. <laughs> I, I'll still I've ordered, a I've ordered of the dragon suit. This I've is ordered, not an instead uh, of. <laughs> I'm not doing the whole bottle of dragon suit. <laughs> I've ordered one of those packs of eight cans, is it? Of dragon soup. Did you get the, the peach and raspberry? I've got the peach and raspberry on your oh, recommendation. Do it, man. That's no, actually I've really ordered that. Tasty. I got them from Amazon, so it's pretty easy to get. So that was done. So that, yeah. I think it's dangerous, quid. but but nice. Yeah, dangerous but nice. It's, <laughs> so the, only, it's the only one that I've actually found that was decent. I'm not sure peach and raspberry dragon soup goes very well with a nice Bordeaux, but I mean no, it's just gonna be really. No. It's one of those evenings where that's kind of doesn't really matter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Watch Dave okay. get absolutely shit faced on the official alt game and 
Twitch. Yes, that's right. Watch us be useless at the quiz, except for Ian. He's going to be good. You big um, man. Well, I've, I've not been any good at the recent ones. Viking, ooh, ooh. I think, won one, didn't he? Ian, I didn't, I didn't win. Ian, every time you're a nerd. Ian, me and oh. you, on almost all of the recent quizzes, both came joint second in almost We got everything. the same score. <laughs> two, two quizzes in a row, didn't we? Get the yeah, exact we same did. Score. We did. We did. But then I was big braining it with Sean, so all the stuff that I had no no clue about i was sort of leaning back and and it was usually topics that sean had a bit more knowledge in than me so. uh, i always do really poor on the music ones I'm yeah. oh, we, i don't i think the music ones i've almost nailed 20 out of 20 or whatever it's been because usually you get two points don't you and it's 10 10 questions one point for artist, one point for song. And that's really where the vast majority of my points have come from because Sean's very good <laughs> with the music. <laughs> so so this quiz, anyone can join it. I think it's free to play. They recommend that you give some money to charity, but it's the Insomnia pub quiz that would have been at Insomnia at the NEC Summer Insomnia, which isn't going ahead, of course. So they're doing the online version of the quiz and you can take part. And um, we did. I think we put a decent-sized team together last time. Last I don't know time. where we. I can't remember the end of it. Like normal, any any quiz that we do. <laughs> I don't know what happens by the end. I think. I think. Yeah. Didn't we actually do well last time? Wasn't it? I'm like... pretty sure we did. We had like ten, twelve people. I think helping. we were. We were. We were about halfway. I think, weren't we? Yeah. 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 We were. We, I think we were slap bang in the middle of. Like way better than we'd normally do when we're actually just yeah we yeah, did just, yeah. the table at Insomnia when we've got we'll access to the internet. The last time we were at the live Insomnia quiz, Dave was just passed out before the quiz even started. Give him his due. He came into the table. I made it. I made it to the quiz. But he was wandering around wearing that cat suit thing in a trance, like on his just in his own little world, and then he just sort of floated away, and we didn't see him again. You were just you were just pouring random people because you had the, the cat the cat paws, and you were just yeah, like, which were pretty soggy with a mixture of piss and alcohol by that time because I've been going to the toilet trying to hold my dick with these paws on going <laughs> oh dear um, this... yeah I missed the, missed the fight and everything it wasn't really a fight it was, uh, there was a one there punch, was a punch. <laughs> boxer 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 man and walks away I had to take him outside for a cigarette just to calm him down I say just to calm him down, it was just I had one ready, and as soon as he'd sat down and sort of composed himself, I was like, cigarette, and he was like, absolutely. <laughs> we turned around, outside we went. <laughs> okay, news, news, news. Where are Terror. we going? Yeah, I know, Terror. Publisher en masse announces closure. Uh, en masse, spelled M-A-S-S-E. Oh, I remember this game, Terror Online. How didn't we play that for a while? I think we... We tried it. Uber played it a lot. Rev, yeah, did you play it? I, I played a bit of years, yeah. Yeah, I think there was quite a few of like the NT guys played it. I'm not sure if Kaito played it. Like, Kaito uh, definitely did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. A, I remember a bunch of people playing playing this. I think it, it was all right, but it was nothing special, yeah. wasn't it? It was Korean yeah. WoW. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that was literally. It was just anime WoW. Yeah, you could play as. You could play as like. Big blue elephant creatures and uh, little cat girl things and usual anime Asian yeah RPG uh, yeah the elf looking uh, type. I'll, I'll just in post them well, in I the podcast notes. Is it the, just the usual? You know, some of these games are suffering from saturation of the market. There's just so much out there, so much to play. Yeah, I don't think yeah, it was I a don't... terrible game. I think it was yeah, one that yeah. actually had a weird combat system where you had to do combos and stuff. Yeah, it had like a. 
you had basically Guild Wars 2 combat before Guild Wars 2. It, it, it was, was like, supposed to be quite good. And yeah. It was just... The issue is, I think, in the end, it's the same issue as most Korean, Korean MMOs where the end game is just whoever pays more gets better. That's a shame, isn't it, when that yeah. happens? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot the rat, big fat squirrel rat people things. <laughs> The uh, the journey is the game, really, not the end with these kind of things, isn't it? All right. Unless you're playing WoW, in which case the end is a journey in itself. <laughs> yeah, these are always the kind of games that you're like, you install, they look pretty, you play for a week, then you never touch them again. Same oh, time. hey, it's Hat playing Destiny. <laughs> what? That was how it was with, like, Blade and Soul and... Uh... Was, yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, I, I, I Black finished Desert. Destiny, I got to the end, went, this story is fucking shit, and then launched Warframe. <laughs> <laughs> and 2,000 hours later... <laughs> I mean, say, Terra's done well. Like, it's st it's still going. The, the publisher's uh, shutting down, but all the games are still continuing to be published and worked on, and Terra's been going since 2000, like, January 2011. Yeah. It's, it's still up there. I wonder what the actual... Steam charts is for how many players it has. Do we have any guesses? Uh, 5,000. Uh, 80,000. 20,000. Uh, well, I expected that to be higher. It looks like it's not doing that well. Peak players <laughs> 1,200, average 653. So it's a dead gum. Yeah, it's totally dead. Totally dead. Not what's, um, spinning them servers up. What's WoW's current player base? WoW's they don't. They, they, they can't look, can we? They, they've stopped releasing player base numbers as yeah. of like three years ago. Ah, uh, because uh, it's it's falling. <laughs> because it's it? dying, yeah, really fast. It's been falling since Lich King. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. Cla classic was exactly what I expected it to be. It's very hype for a month, and no one plays it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah it? It's a walk down memory lane, and then go move exactly. back to what you were playing before. Like yeah. they. Yeah. they like, I feel like in general, like Blizzard, all of their games are just kind of falling downhill. Because <laughs> all, 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 yeah, all the good people have, le have left and went to other companies or started their own, oh. and now it's just kind of Activision bleeding the company dry, and people kind of the shittier people just left, and they're kind yeah. of burning all the goodwill they have to try and keep the company afloat. There's, like, there's no way they'll be able to bottle the Overwatch Lightning again. No, you know, the like, way that, that, that was a surprise on the market. No one expected yeah. it to be as good well, as it that's was. That's the thing. Like, you know, like Star Starcraft has stopped getting proper updates for years. They only get like one year yeah. co-op commander a year. Yeah. Heroes of the Storm was abandoned officially, pretty much. It only has a few devs that actually like the game and work on it. Uh, WoW is just like decaying very fast. Overwatch doesn't really get much news. Overwatch 2 was announced and then nothing was mentioned of it ever that's again. It. Let's, yeah. let's it, won't, it won't be as good. Overwatch like, 2 was announced because they were in massive hot water with the whole Hong Kong situation. Yeah, yeah and, right. then, of course, of and then of yeah. course Diablo, like Immortals, was, was announced, never released because thing. of course everyone hated it. And then they're like, well, actually... <laughs> Actually, we're gonna make Diablo Four because people, I guess, want that. Yeah, but not Who for like guessed? three years. Yeah, here's yeah. some really early alpha footage. Please stop and, being angry. We're announcing. And then all they do is it. all they do is try and like milk their previous things because they mm -hmm. did the uh, Warcraft Three remaster, which was absolutely terrible. And then they did the Starcraft One remaster. Well, I mean, other order. Starcraft came first. Now it was actually okay. Yeah. 
but the Warcraft one was absolute disgrace oh, to the God, game. Uh, I think we covered that, didn't we? The whole mess of Warcraft Reforged. Yeah. On yeah. one of the podcasts. Yeah, it was horrible. Like, they, they just don't have any IP that's really doing well as of late. So it's like just... every time they kind of do, we're doing what the fans want, and then it releases, and it's like the fans go, this isn't what we wanted, this is worse. <laughs> yeah. Just go <cool>. Exactly. <laughs> like, Overwatch 2 is just more overwatch yay it's just pve content and you get like skins for the main game if you play it and it's full price y- yay it's gonna be like yes <laughs> how much do you bet that the overwatch 2 pve thing is gonna be essentially what like man vs machine was for tier i mean two. i'm pretty sure it's just at this point it's just gonna be like a free patch or something because they stopped talking completely about it talking because mm. it had such a bad re- reception so i'm pretty sure they're scrapping it to work on something else if you have a look at in the podcast notes, I've put a picture, um, and that's the stock price from the last five years for Activision Blizzard. Uh, it's it's doing it? all right at the moment. So yeah, whatever cool. they're doing, it's working out for them. You know, oh basically. yeah. Huh. So I found a, I found 80, a thing about a share about the player counts. Um, oh no. So it seems roughly a year ago, and I seem to remember this at the time. Um, Blizzard released a new API for Battle.net. Um, and the, there was a bit of a leak in it, and people managed to um, reading there. It says you could iterate over all players and calculate the active subs. So people did that before that leak was <laughs> in the API. And they reckon at the start of Battle for Azeroth, they had 3.2 million subs, and a year ago it was down to 1.7. All right. And that's so I think back at its peak during towards the end of. Um, Wrath of the Lich King, when you finally got to beat Arthas, I think it peaked at about um, 12 million. Yeah, no, it, it's gone very downhill for them. I mean, what's, it's what's still. The monthly, what's the monthly cost if you're a subscriber? Bucks. Right, eight it's... or nine pounds or something. Yeah. So if it's eight pounds, and then there's what three and a half million at the moment. If yeah. if if it's still if you take if you take the three million, it's they're still making money hand over fist from it, and it's they're still twen- the they're making 28 million a month. Yeah, and it's still the like, most popular MMO in the world. And it costs nothing to maintain it, they, pretty it much. Technically, it does 21 million, but the thing is that they added a way to buy in-game time with in-game gold. So yeah, a, lot right. of, a lot of people just farm their brains out, which... Yeah, you, people you, like Alpe, who was a WoW millionaire, yeah. who had like, actual millions of gold in WoW. It's so weird okay. to think, like, you're, you're literally, like, farming in-game to pay for time to farm more, because you need to get the gold to pay play more. Yeah. It's, well, it, it's having something to play at the end of the day, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Just, if they enjoy playing it, then that's okay. It's, I suppose sure. it's quite incredible that it has held... I mean, when was it released? 2005? Something so it's been like around that. for 15 years, and in all that time, it is, it is and always has been the number one MMO. Yeah, 2004. 2004, there you go, 16 years. Yeah. And it's it's still the... I mean, I don't know if... Has anything surpassed it yet? Elder Scrolls Online? How many has that got? No, but, I don't think that. FF14 might be getting close because it's been becoming more and more popular. So, but apart from maintaining servers, you're making you know 250 million dollars a year or pounds a year for just maintaining some servers. And of course, oh, yeah. like that's without counting all the extremely high-priced microtransactions they have, like sure, mounts like, and can't all that. Work that out, yeah, but, those things know, are so priced. If you look at their portfolio of games that Blizzard have got. You know, there aren't going to be many that are bringing in that kind of revenue a year. Oh, yeah, for sure. New money. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's and it's not even that. It's sub based, isn't it? So it's guaranteed money from those that yeah. you know. Yeah. You can then borrow against that really well, and you can do other things. I mean, it's just that's you know why the share price is strong. I guess. I wonder if that share price that's now at eighty seven dollars a share, without COVID, I wonder if it would have been quite so because obviously everyone's been at home playing games and spending yeah. money on. So I wonder if that bounced back because it was pretty low. If we look back to the beginning of 2019, it went nearly to forty dollars. Okay, a share, that's, a, that's a good oh. point. The COVID probably had a reason for the increase. Yeah, I bet it did. Aren't the hyping people up for the new expansion as well that's coming out soon? I mean, yeah, Shadowlands. Oh, so that's probably I, another reason. So people yeah. are logging in to get stuff ready for that as well, mm-hmm. like subscribers that's coming back, re- yeah. reactivating their subscriptions. Yeah. Oh boy, so much money in the world. <laughs> Not of it in my pockets. Yeah, it's interesting because like MMOs are the the genre where like you have the big games, like you have the big titles like Guild Wars, Final Fantasy, WoW, and like Maple Story. Those games still work and are basically successful. Also, Elder Scrolls Online. But anything new that's come out just that dies very fast. Maple Story Two came out and like five months later they shut down the service because it just wasn't making well. It's like MMOs aren't profitable unless you already have like a set you player established base. player base, yeah. 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 or you're based on an IP. How do you yeah. break into the MMO market? I bet that's a toughie. You've, yeah. I think it's you've got to be different. You've got exactly. to like, you've got to innovate. Take, yeah, you've got to take the sort of thing of everyone online always doing stuff, but move away from the sort of like wow style combat that a lot of games yeah. do they go like ah oh, we're gonna do wow but with some extra things on it's like yeah but people are it's similar to wow combat wise and people are already invested in wow like, you've got to do something yeah, the, completely the WoW form- different the wow formula has been done so many times that at this point like they they know exactly like how it's going yeah. to be there's no no surprise anymore in it yeah that's why like, the few um, outliers like you know planet side two it's mm-hmm. old, but it's still doing well because it's, you know, it's an MOFPS. There's not that many of them out there. We're running late on time, so I'll try and move us along because we're going <laughs> all over the place, but it's all good. Uh, a couple of quick ones. Crisis Remastered. It's coming back, yeah. guys. Will it run? Can it will run it, Crisis it Remastered? Run? <laughs> it literally, they literally like, say it has like 8K textures and everything, so can it run Crisis Remastered? It's, 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 it's like thing. ray traced reflections and things like yeah. that. Look, the, the meme returns, guys. <laughs> I can't wait for my returns. computer to explode when I try and run it. It hasn't been exploding the last couple of months. So. Um, I really enjoyed Crisis 3, I think, was the one I played the most. I thought it was great. Single player campaign. Uh, NVIDIA press conference September 1st, 3000 series GPUs to be announced, plus other things. Who knows what exactly? But um, yeah, this should be RTX 3080, a successor to the 2080. Rumoured. And, this is where you um, come in and you find out NVIDIA are just completely messing with everyone and the numbering system again. It's not going to be 3080. <laughs> it's going to be like the 3169 or something. <laughs> X series Z12. Yeah. Yeah. Just mess with everyone. So since we had our last podcast a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago and we did our Warframe special, if you're interested, check it out, episode 32. Um, Epic and Apple and Google have all had a like falling out. Well, not Apple and Google. Epic has fallen out with Apple and Google because they've been doing weird things, naughty things, according to the contracts they signed to be in their app stores. Mm. And it's probably been the biggest news article in gaming. It's made the mainstream news. It was like 9 o'clock news, BBC. It was all over the place. So, like, It's a big story, and I suppose we ought to touch on it because you know we are a gaming podcast mm. at the end of the day. 
So um, if you don't know about this story, which I'd be surprised, but I'll give you a quick overview just to kind of set the scene and we can just talk about it for a little bit. Not too long because we're running over. But the idea here is that you can play Fortnite on a mobile platform. And through that mobile platform, you'll make purchases for your Fortnite character for hammers or whatever you buy. I don't know. And um, those transactions are um, put through a payment system that allows the person that owns the app store, whether it's Apple or Google, to take a percentage. So if you spend a pound, they get 30p of that and Epic get the rest. So that is not something Epic were happy with. Epic wanted more of that pound. So they decided the best way to go about that was to create another app store inside their own app store that they're already in and have that money go directly to Epic and not via Apple and not via Google so that they don't have to share any of the money. Well, uh, is that well, about right, guys? Uh, well, what they did is they announced that across every platform, so PC and, PC and consoles and mobile, that there would be a 20% discount permanent discount on the V-Bucks. But instead okay. of reducing it on mobile, they introduced a second payment op- option while saying yeah. that, oh, they, these two stores take 30%, and if they reduced it, we'd pass that on to you. But, you know, they're not. So if you have to buy it directly with us, we'll, uh, we're going to pass the 20% saving on to us because we're going to make that 30%. Yeah, so they make 10% more, yeah. if you like, than they were before. Um, with every pound spent, they make 10p extra mm-hmm. than they would have done. So, And then that has had some repercussions. So Apple and Google have both said, no, no, no. Yeah, because both of the terms of services of the platform of being on the app stores is you agree that any payments go through their system. And that's just part of the thing that they signed up to it, and because, and now they're getting bigger, they're thinking, oh, we're just gonna completely subvert that, but still stay on the platform. They have come in with their big size nines and stomped around a little bit. Yeah. If if people know about the original Apple advert, which was kind of about breaking free from IBM and Microsoft, mm-hmm. and well, you know, 1984 like, style. It was yeah, play yeah. on the 1984 uh, book stroke film. And um, they, they came ready with Epic, had this like video promo ready to launch on the day that they knew they were going to get in trouble, which was parodying that Apple breaking free thing. And it's kind of Epic breaking free and from the shackles of their 30% fee. Um, so I don't know what everybody thinks about this. I don't want to go into the minutiae necessarily of, you know, what exactly happened, but I think it's more interesting for us to have a more zoomed out debate um albeit a short one about like wh- whether we think it's the right thing to have happened or not how it was handled and what i think you know, what do we think about it it's i think if, the, if they're doing it they, they, they're coming in acting as if it's as if they're doing it for the benefit of everyone and that it's not entirely in their favor which i think everyone's seen through that it's mm-hmm. they will get more money out of it so there's yep. no need for them to act like we're doing this for the little guys like you, you're not yeah fuck off and that... so, so stop pretending you're being so altruistic because it's there's no altruism involved here you're doing yeah. it for yourselves because you want more of the money that people are spending rather than it going elsewhere yeah. um but at the same time they are probably still right about that in that it will benefit smaller devs 
if they can get more of the mm. money from these stores because of the the percentage fees that that they take and the same applies to places like steam and epic's own store who do take cuts epic i think does take what is it like 12 percent, 15 percent or something yeah, they take which is a lot smaller than what steam take um so yeah it's like if it has benefits for smaller game companies and gamers then i'm difficult to see it as a bad thing but at the same time they are legally in the wrong even yeah. if they want to morally pretend that they're in the right it's especially like with uh that with android this like in the um the lawsuit versus apple they've cited that other app stores only take three percent i haven't seen which ones they've actually said it's just apparently yeah. they've mentioned that but imagine those app stores will be on the android platform and like google said like they're not kicking them off android there are multiple play stores on android they chose yeah. to come onto the google play store and then spat the dummy out yeah instead of going to somewhere else they, they yeah. want the eyeballs of the google play store yeah but they don't want to pay for it. And it's kind they, of... They, I think they just want to swing the dick around a bit, don't they? It is if kind it... of odd, the fact that Epic is complaining about like shitty business practices and monopolies on the ops, <laughs> on, you know, on of Apple and Google. Which, yeah, Apple and Google are shitty companies, and I'm not trying to offend them. But the fact that they're then going around and buying up as many exclusives as we can. I mean, two games were talked about in this podcast, Hitman 3 and what was the other one? I'm, I'm just quickly scrolling through. At least one game we talked yes. about in this the, podcast. The, no, I know it was two. <laughs> was, oh, no, Crisis Remastered. Crisis, Crisis. Remastered and oh. Hitman 3 are both epic exclusives. And it's like, yes, yeah, yes. you're saying, like, fight for the little guy. Look at this little thing, de- this video depicting that we're the little guy fighting these Break the Apple monopoly. Yeah, and uh, you're creating your own monopoly. Meanwhile, right? Are they hoping people don't realise that Apple are worth, uh, not Apple, Epic are worth a hell of a lot of money and, you know, that they're owned by a huge Chinese investment firm, is this? <laughs> it, mm. it, it's, it's, it is all about them. It's not about the little guy or anything, but... Yeah. I, I suppose it's just one that we sit and watch and see how it happens. Like I get, like like what Hat was saying there, they chose to use those platforms. Yeah, yeah. they did. Well, they have to. to. I was just going to say, I, I, I find it really difficult to defend any of the three parties. Yeah. Because 30%, where did that come from? Who well, said that's okay anyway? Even, know, even when you come out, like zoom out and you look at Apple and they're creating luxury cables for £130. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. USB Type C cable. How can you charge £130 for that? And then get butt hurt because an Epic store's going, yeah, but we don't want you to be getting all the money. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's fair on Epic to go, no, we want to earn a bit more money. But at the same time, like, they can't no. sit there and pretend to be little because they're not. Yeah, it, it's it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, and the, the issue is also you can't just like break literally a contract you sign by putting your app on the store and then be like, "Well, you could, how are you guys attacking back when I break the rules? That's not fair." It's like, yeah, you yeah. did that in the first place. You should have just voided your contract first and then done it. Yeah, the way they did it was just bad. With that, especially with having that dig app, like that video, to straight straight away they, go. They had it all ready to go. They knew what they yeah. were doing. There's nothing yeah, like, exactly. like it's all it's all pre-planned. Yeah. Like they they knew what they were up to and they knew what was going to happen. It's it's not like they just went, "Oops, how bad." 
But the thing so. is, they they know that they're gonna there's gonna be certain people out there that genuinely because there is that just despise that people like Apple and Google. Oh yeah, I mean right? I, they just, I'm they not just, a fan of them at, at all. Yeah, and and so they're sort of almost hoping that, that, that like all the publicity they're getting, they don't care if there's a little bit of a bad light shone on them because ultimately they know that the, the light that's always been shone on things like Google and YouTube, all all that sort of stuff. And then Apple as well, and the ridiculous price that they charge for a, a monitor stand, for a cable, for all yeah. this sort of stuff. Like, like it's they're banking on all of those people going, "Yeah, you go, Epic." <laughs> <laughs> and like, like the, the the having it in the news for them, that's just more publicity. Like, no yeah. publicity is bad publicity, apart from like there is very, very specific cases that we won't dive into on this that are way more serious. But I mean, like, just Netflix. Pub- <laughs> thank you Paul thank, thank you for yeah, the impulse Paul. contribution everyone but like again we want to be careful with saying th- something's a rip off sometimes as well though because you know I, I'm not sure that the whole world is equally pricing their cables fairly so I think uh, there are some cables that are definitely exploiting the earth's resources and humans and, and the price that they're paid to make things no. So if if you brought the standard of how much we pay people and where we get our resources from up to a level to make it ecologically clean and sound to have mined that um, rare precious metal in the first place and paid the right people the right amount of money to do that, maybe all the cables would be the same price as Apple's cables. I'm just saying there are some other things to look at here. This is where Dave likes to back his Apple. I've got a lot of Windows equipment as well. I, you know, I don't just play Apple, but I mean, I'm just saying there is a bigger picture here. But there is a lot of things. Of, there, like, there is, there is, there is. Like Apple do, like do mark up their price just because they've slapped the Apple logo on. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's every brand though. Yeah. They, Otherwise, they try, there's they no point building a brand if you can't brand, do that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so I suppose our stance on it is like we don't know where the thirty percent came from in the first place, but you shouldn't have broke the rules of something yeah. you signed. One thing yeah. I do find odd is just their like Epic having their anti Apple nineteen eighty four ad running on repeat for just out like was it eighteen hours? I think? Eighteen hours. Yeah, on, <laughs> on their Twitch on stream. the official Fortnite do, Twitch as well. Do you know? I bet the, there was a. There was a marketing and PR executive at Epic just wanking himself into a car. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it's also, I think, Viking, you've played a little bit of it. There's like a screen in Fortnite, isn't there? Like a big screen. Uh, yeah. I think they they have like an event or something that you can go into in creative mode yeah. or something where, yes, like you can sit with your mates and sometimes they'll, they'll do like in-game concerts. Sometimes they'll just do like game announcements, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, like I'm sure in one of those creative yeah, modes you could get that up and, and have it playing in there as well the playbook i don't know how you get into it i don't play fortnite anymore ever <laughs> since it went battle royale i stopped playing it um <laughs> oh this is where hot likes again i played fortnite before it was cool <laughs> i played fortnite when it was a different game than yeah same you, I and played... Ch- you and chung kickstarted me chung and i Willy did and rev all kickstarted it yeah. before like, they copied PUBG. yeah before they copied yeah. PUBG and then spat oh. in the faces of everyone else who kickstarted it, wasn't Definitely. it meant to be a zombie survival game yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, it was it wasn't meant to be defense. that's what it was yeah. Yeah. yeah it was an actually interesting semi like open world maps zombie survival yeah. building features like pre-generate like uh, yeah. random like generated the, the pve is still there you can do like dailies to get like coins in the pvp mode 
<laughs> and it's literally the only thing people do in it is just do dailies to play more Battle Royale. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, in my household, we've fallen foul to my, my five-year-old son being absolutely obsessed. I mean, I'll literally open my eyes. Uh, it could be a workday, weekend, nine o'clock in the morning. And my son's just stood next to my bed and he's going, I'm going to play as Midas. Are you going to play Fortnite with me today? You can be Meowsles if you want to and we can go and get the grappler. And I'm just like, son, you don't need to talk about Fortnite all the time and then he starts at least walking. say at least say good morning <laughs> to me first yes and then like the kids like i hear them sounding as if they're about to come hurtling through the floor because they've just killed someone on Fortnite, and then they just stand up and start Fortnite dancing in the bedroom it's just it's got out of hand but... good, good morning <laughs> father have you prepared the Fortnite machine it's just oh, it's ridiculous i've not Right now, they're just playing on, on Xbox, and until I get my son a headset, I think I'm going to have to dive into some games with him just so that we've got something that we can play. But I will be doing it resentfully against the game, not against playing with my son. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just one of those. It will just be a little something. I, I want to get him some headphones so that I can sit there and, and chat to him. I don't want to be downstairs, because we booted it up and we played uh, probably a month or so ago. But what they were they were so happy that I I was playing on Fortnite with them that they were running down the stairs to tell me did you see that guy and I'm just go and pick up the controller and keep playing don't come down to tell me what's just happened yeah I, I, like they had the ad also playing on repeat in that little TV screen thing in the game so anyone who yeah. went on, they were just constantly like shoving it in your face. Brainwashing millions yeah. of children. When it's a game yeah. when your player base is like vast young. majority young kids. Yeah. But the, the issue is also like, why are they bringing the public into this? Just yeah. sell it in between yourselves and courts. Like your lawyers. Yeah. 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 Don't try and weaponize your thousands of twelve-year-olds to kind of start like screaming at Apple on social media and Google because you broke terms of service. It's like. Oh, it's, it's, it was a weird it's, one. It's, it is. It was a weird it's difficult mean, to defend anyone. I, I think this is what I, this is exactly what I just said. Yeah. I if think, they yeah. do win, it probably will be better for people. Like for gamers. Yeah, the, it might change to what fifteen yeah. percent or something. I yeah. Mean, anything that's better for the public, but at the same time, everyone's a piece of shit. <laughs> there's a very sadistic outlook on life. There's all three parties. They're just. They just suck. Yeah, and it's like, oh, who do I want out of these three pieces of shit to win? <laughs> oh, it's the old South Park episode. Yeah. Who are you going to vote for? The giant douche or the turd sandwich? I guess I'll su- I'll guess I'll support the piece of shit that'll actually get the like consumers something. Maybe. Yeah, re- reluctantly. There's an interesting film, straight documentary from 2003 called The Corporation. Um, directed by mark akbar i think or something like that but yeah he uh he kind of breaks it down into the whole way that these larger companies have to operate because of you know they've got rights towards their shareholders or whatever oh and if you look at everything they've done or a lot of companies over all the years he this documentary is interesting it breaks it all down but you know they're pretty much um they'd be put in jail if they were a human being you know they're the stuff they do to to mankind and the planet overall generally is just terrible. If you really want to like... get your knickers in a twist about that sort of shit, look up the sort of the, the things that Nestle have been up to. 
Yeah, well, oh, that's sharp, an example. Sharp. If, yeah. if Nestle was a company that had been jailed for genocide and war crimes and crimes yeah. against humanity and all sorts of... As, it, as, as a company, they are probably the number one. They are the worst in the world. Yeah. So even even com- just companies on, is on, a problem. On the Nestle point there, Ian, like, Sean actually will refuse to buy anything Nestle in this house. Like, I, don't, I, I don't buy I don't it. Buy. They, they, they argued that water is not yeah. a human right. Yeah, and <laughs> like, but genuinely, they yeah. took that argument yeah. to a court and said water is not a human right. Wow. And, and yeah. the, because they wanted to be able to buy it and sell it, and it was just like, fuck you, Nestle. <laughs> but but we, we 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 digress. We digress. Yeah, we digress. That <laughs> we could have a whole bit. separate podcast. on I know, right? Yeah. Nestle, can the... you please stop enslaving children? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, by the way, we got a new sponsors uh, for the. It's uh, Nestle. Thanks, guys, for that. Yeah. So. Um, no, so uh, I've got a promotion to do. Insomnia Pub Quiz is yeah. on the 29th of August. Bank holiday weekend, Saturday night, and it's an online quiz, and we're thinking we'll all get into Discord together, get our drinks charged, and make a night of it, and um, get drunk and play the quiz, and you know, probably not play the quiz that well, but enjoy each other's company and get drunk. So, yeah, if you are around in the Discord on the 29th, come and find us. We'll be in a room being really noisy somewhere, probably breaking the Discord so it can't even make the right sounds for, um, I mean, for everyone's voices. Yeah, we do do that all the time. Um, I don't think this will be out in time for the announcement, but Barmy and Musha are doing a 24-hour live stream tomorrow to raise money for Macmillan uh, Cancer support tomorrow being saturday the 22nd correct in in case today is tomorrow and tomorrow is now yeah like our today is the 21st (laughs) (laughs) so whenever you're listening i don't know how quickly i'll edit this and And if you if you're you're listening after 9am on sunday you've missed it sorry you were too slow (laughs) (laughs) yes but i'm sure at some point there'll be something really entertaining from barmy if not possible ban worthy we'll we'll let you know viv (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to know. we'll have to get some clips that we can. Yes, uh, we will. Send that would be good. Send to the guys, and, uh, and then yeah, I mean that's about it. Other than that, we're still down for an alt and Halloween weekend in October. It's the place is booked. We've paid to be there. Fingers crossed, it'll all go ahead, and uh, you can buy tickets at altland.co.uk. But um, thanks, guys, for joining us on Friday night for the podcast. I'm sorry it ran. Yeah, very optimistic. I'm sorry it ran over um, a little bit. Eight, I mean, when, does, when doesn't it? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do 45 minutes, guys. Hour and a half later. Well, we the didn't podcast, start till half seven. <laughs> At this point, you really just need to plan it to be an hour and a half. Nah. Yeah, I know, right? I know, I know, I know. But yeah, thank you very much for coming. Thank you to Viking, Rev. Uh, and Ian and Hat, and actually Paul for your small contribution. We appreciate you. <laughs> thank you for here. all five words. <laughs> was it that many? Six. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having. Bye.